0: This is a Stroud Short Stories podcast. Stroud Short Stories is an independent, twice yearly, live lit event. I'm organiser John Holland, and today I'm bringing you one of my favourite Stroud short stories, read by its author. The story is Still for Sale by Emma Kernahan, which is from the November 2017 Stroud Short Stories event. Emma Kernahan lives in Stroud and works in the voluntary sector. She writes poetry. Flash fiction and short stories, blogs as crappy living, and co curates an online library of images called Where Women Write.
1: For sale, penis costume, brackets, inflatable, medium, £15, pounds, never worn. The ad was tiny. At first I scrolled past it, my thumbs working faster than my brain, though an image like that catches the eye. I went back. There it stood, among the baby clothing bundles and second-hand wedding dresses, a stock image of a man dressed, undeniably, as a penis, attempting to look simultaneously ready to party, and as though somehow he was better than this. I thought of the parties I used to go to in my twenties. Impress your friends, said the company tagline. I put down my phone and imagined impressing my friends. Nothing says strong, independent woman like six feet of dick. I pictured people waving goodbye to me at the end of another fancy dress party. That woman, they laughed to themselves as they climbed the stairs to bed, is a fucking hoot. I looked back at the ad. The model had done pretty well. The outfit covered him entirely, except for a small hole near the top, from which his face peeped, rather despondently. He looked blankly into the middle distance, as though it was something a few yards away that disappointed him, and not the direction his career had taken. I thought of the client meetings I had been to in my thirties. Underneath the picture was a flurry of emojis and comments, tagging the people who, nudge-nudge, wink-wink, could do with a giant cock. S.F.S., it said at the bottom. Still for sale. In the end, I said it was for a Hindu, and I'm sure one day it will be. When it arrived, I felt rather foolish. Uncertainly, I placed the flat-packed organ on the bed, where it winked at me from among the piles of laundry. And yet... As I stepped into the costume and inflated myself, I felt firmer with every breath. I faced the mirror, my hands thrust into the pockets, and leaned insouciantly against the wall. Finally, I thought, an outfit with pockets. I soon realised that there was no aspect of my life that was not improved by being a penis. On the school run, five minutes late but no longer caring, testicles from foot to knee. ''Sorry!'' I would call out cheerily, bundling into the cloakroom. ''Bad morning, I haven't even brushed my hair.'' I rubbed past mums in sportswear, our man-made fibres squeaking and sighing gently. ''See you at Pilates, Karen!'' I would wave. Initially, of course, I caused quite a stir at Minnie Monkey's music mayhem. Nobody there had worn anything except Breton stripes since 2014 when Georgie had said, sotto voce over the polenta cake, that Fiona's acid brights were a bit much. Consequently, the children's section of the library on Tuesday mornings had the resigned, exhausted look of the chain gang, especially when everybody lined up for the hokey-cokey. But that day, I think we all realised that something about me had changed. Vacuuming on a rainy morning, the top of my outfit, brushed the light fittings, I was suddenly so tall, statuesque, striking even, bending from the waist to handle my hose attachment. I swept around the house with punchy little swaggers. I took to standing at windows, looking masterfully out across the street. Passers-by, feeling somehow that they were being watched, would look up, only to see my erect silhouette sipping an espresso. I started flaunting my curves. I went on nights out, no longer hiding the chunky knit of all my extra inches. Now I stood in the toilets, applying lipstick and admiring my face, hairless and encircled by a tight ring of soft pink material. Too much? I would ask the girls, puckering up over a glass of Prosecco. No, we would agree. Nothing is too much patting the smooth expanse of my giant scrotum as I angled against the bar, I would catch an admiring glance or two. It's the same old story, though. They only see the penis, not the person. Hey, I'm up here, I laugh, waving a polyester-clad arm, my smile not quite reaching my eyes. Still, I always take their number, and for several days afterwards I send them unsolicited pictures of myself, half-inflated, eating salad and laughing. In hindsight, I suppose my entry into the world of large-scale international financial fraud was inevitable. When you work at an investment bank and someone is shifting money out of accounts, nobody suspects the prick who's just come back from maternity leave on flexible hours. And besides, I've finally nailed power dressing. Shuffling into the boardroom sideways, wobbling slightly and oozing charisma during quarterly reviews, Merrill Lynch are none the wiser. Confident in my anonymity, I give the money to the undeserving poor. Addicts, sex offender support groups, third generation benefit cheats, all those unlikely to be the recipient of little green coins. But I don't want to get too cocky. So next, I plan to have £1 million shot from the top of my costume like a confetti cannon on the steps of the London Stock Exchange. Dressed as a dick among several hundred traders, it will be the perfect crime. I'll be a ghost, an urban myth, a master of disguise, a modern-day Robin Hood who sometimes has to be helped free from London underground ticket barriers during a getaway. Later, police officers will squint, disbelievingly at the CCTV images. Can you describe the man in question, they will ask bewildered witnesses, pens poised over their notebooks. Massive penis, they write, over and over and over again.
0: That was Emma Kernahan reading her story, Still for Sale, originally read at the November 2017 Stroud Short Stories event. The next Stroud Short Stories event is on Sunday the 19th of May at the Cotswold Theatre in Stroud. Why not come along to the event and hear ten authors reading their stories? Tickets are on sale from the Cotswold Playhouse website from the 12th of April. The story you heard today is from our new anthology, which has 57 stories by 45 authors from the last three years of our events. It's available from local bookshops and Amazon and in paperback and Kindle editions. I'm grateful to Laura Bing for producing the podcast, to Ed Holland for the music. Thanks very much for listening.